Hello. Hello, everybody. This is the... Wait, can we start again? Edit point. Edit point now. All right. Good evening and welcome to our sorry sack of shit, sad sack podcast full of comedians who do terribly on stage and share the sets that they hate most, that they've saved. uh, (laughs) Sometimes comedians save the sets that they do on stage that they record on their phones and uh, they bury in their memories uh, the worst sets they've ever done and the times when they've embarrassed themselves the most in front of audiences that have completely hated them 100%. And they never want to listen to these sets, and they think, I'm going to throw this away, and nobody's ever going to hear it for the rest of my life. And then uh, this set, uh, we rescue some of those moments, and we uh, we bring comedians who are very funny, funny, talented, wonderful comedians will share their worst moments on stage and the times when they have totally failed. It's called Ruined Hopes, Ruined Hopes Podcast. Oh, uh, Bob, uh, you hit the talking points really well. You nailed the script. <laughs> He'd uh, been pra- he's been practicing <laughs> that monologue for hours. the script that we wrote earlier. Uh, I want to do one more take of that, if that's okay. <laughs> if we could just hit it one more time. A little more, uh, just like, really bring home the this is, we're pieces My name shit. is Bob Morrissey. <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, our, uh, we have some guests on the show. Our, 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 uh, our Ordinarily, Justin Blanford is the co-host of of the Ruined Hopes. Hi, I'm Justin Blanford. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Brian. Let Let's me introduce <laughs> you. It's Brian. <laughs> Brian Ziola. Yay! Yay! Did you hey, did you forget his name? Brian Ziola right. has many comedy <laughs> credits. I wanted everybody to uh, recollect their uh, their comedy memories when they hear the word Brian. That which Brian? Of course, Brian Ziola. He's been on the Altercation Punk Comedy Tour several times. He's been at the Memphis Comedy Festival, the uh, Cape Fear Comedy Festival, whatever fest. Come and take it. All sorts of things. Fun, fun, fun fest. Fun, fun, fun fest. Oh, you open for. Melodramatic, melodramatic, melodramatic fest. And we're at Midtown Bar and Grill. Yeah. Near Montrose and West Gray in Houston, Texas, Yay. where we do home of the high bar, haywire, oh, holy all cow. together car wash it's comedy. Downstairs. It's upstairs show. Fun times every day, Wednesday, Take a Friday at, the at ten o'clock hour. p.m. Uh-huh. Take a laugh break. Oh. <laughs> Take Too a much laugh talk. At the left. Too much talking. <laughs> laugh Not laugh enough on noise. The left. <laughs> Walking over each other. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have some other guests here tonight. We've got a couple of other great friends. We've got Roxy Hayes. Ooh, she's great. And English <laughs> Matt. Hello. He's a he goes by English Matt. <laughs> he just gave the worst look to Bob. <laughs> um, he's got warrants in most cases. <laughs> Please don't use his last name. You're going to edit that out, right, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you got a long, uh, long name <laughs> in this podcast. You said a lot of things up top. I, I tried to get the point across. Uh-huh. I tried. Now, I was told that this podcast isn't called Ruined Hopes. Ruined Hopes? Uh, well, we also had some other alternate names. Uh-huh. We had uh, Shit the Bed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. we had, uh, I just want to make clear I would not have appeared on the podcast <laughs> if I'd been told its name was Shit the Bed. Uh, um, swing and a myth. Um, Podcast. This <laughs> sucks. 
<laughs> Go on. Um, uh, uh, well, it's you get no. I rule of threes. <laughs> that's the name. That's the name right there. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, it's rule of threes. Come on, <laughs> is my favorite name for the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to well. Uh, d- Rule of three. <laughs> uh, it's bad for the search <laughs> rankings, though. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess uh, now that we know what we are and who this is, and uh, <laughs> today what we're doing is sharing sets, I think I'm going to share my... See, I, I had this plan that I was going to do to spoof you guys. <laughs> I was going to uh, play a, a hilarious set. I was going to be like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. And I was going to play this set that just, like, really killed every everyone in the audience. Loved it. Wh- whose was that going to be? That was going to be mine. <laughs> do a chair Kyle Kinane set. Just <laughs> throw. throw yeah, I was going to do one of my resounding successes on stage. But, uh, but s- because, uh, but, but now I've, I've, I'm, I'm just going to. Gently walk you into. Uh, I'm very insecure, and I know what I did was wrong. And the set that I did oh is funny. horrible. And it's uh, just I I was. I'll, I'll set it up by saying that I went up after. I'm a gay man, and uh, and and sometimes I'll see straight dudes go up on stage and do stuff which I consider like. Uh, like, like they're like, oh, I'm gonna appeal to gay people by being like, uh, here's this thing about like, you know, I'd fuck a dude if it was like a million dollars. I'd fuck a dude for a million dollars if it was Brad Pitt in 1998 in Fight Club time. Yeah, and I'd brag about it to everybody, and then the whole crowd laughs. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to do like, here's a gay joke. <laughs> 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 I wanted to like be like, oh, yeah, you think you're tolerant? You're not going to tolerate this. (laughs) 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 Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) It's always good to start with the express purpose of alienation. (laughs) I know, but that's one of the main things about stand-up is that the audience sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, but uh, sometimes you think the audience sucks because... I'll I'll go up and I'll be like I don't even want to make these people laugh after what they la- just laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, give them a real talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Show them who's an audience. I'm the audience now, <laughs> and I'm watching you. And I'm the only one who suffers because I make a huge fool out of myself. So, and and the other embarrassing thing about this set is that it's not even it's recent. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like this month. <laughs> Bob is being very <laughs> candid and brave. I think it's admirable. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's just listen class. to it, and then we're going <laughs> to stop for a little bit, listen to this horrible set. Later, we're going to listen to Roxy's set. But uh, I, I'm, yeah. It's funny that he invited two people onto the podcast who've never recorded anything they've done. <laughs> Which puts you <laughs> in a really bad place, Roxy, because now you're forced to put something out yeah, there. Any fucking and thing. I just get to be like, I had to never do my homework. <laughs> 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 Can't get better if you're already the best, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I love those arms, by the way. Like, I'm mad they can't see the things that you do with your arms. Mm-hmm. Yes, it may. What am I doing? Rocking arms. You can imagine rocking arms. I like that he just yeah. immediately, he said, oh, you mean this? Like, somehow yeah. they would pick up the second <laughs> time. <laughs> well, his voice they varies. His voice, like, projects images. It's, uh, they know, they know that's yeah. my arm move. They've got my hips down. They know what to do with my hips. The hips mo- don't lie, is what I say. My hips are the Bill Hicks of com- hips of com- Bill Hips of comedy. Bill Hips. Uh-huh. Bill Hips. <laughs> That's my new name. My new stage name. Bill, Bill Hips. I'm gonna name my cat Bill Hips. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> okay, here's this fucking set. All right. I guess we'll we'll really listen to it right now. Okay. All right. All right. Let's 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 try to make it a little. I was brought up as biggest dick in the scene. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's okay to talk about illegal stuff up here, right? <laughs> I just heard you say biggest dick in the scene. Let's get some time for Mr. Bob Morphy. Talk time. All right. Got about one of the first two people to leave. This isn't going to go well. Hey, hey, it's okay to talk about illegal stuff up here, right? I'm not going to do my Anyway, uh, the wounds ruined that joke. Um, <laughs> can't do it now. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to be from the heart. I don't know. I think if, uh, I don't, I don't usually like to get all political and stuff on stage. I just think it's you know, not appropriate. Most of the time, for, it's not a... Yeah, but I, I think if Donald Trump doesn't win, then the Republicans should try next time to elect uh, Ted Nugent. He um he uh, adopted a seventeen year old girl so he could have sex with her in the parents of the Jeff and he was thirty three years old in nineteen seventy seven. And uh, then he came out with a song three years later called Jailbreak about the uh, Thing, 13 years ago, and it was a huge thing. Gross facts, real. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think if Trump became president, I would just go ahead and like believe every single conspiracy out, conspiracy theory out there, all of them. Yeah. It has to be true. It's Trump's right? All right. Eco-terrorists, <laughs> ancient aliens. Uh, Sandy Hook was an inside job. Thank you. 
said a hard time turning these three. There was one that banged a dude. Don't pay the dude money. I'm just so upset at this tape that he's smacking. Also, a war veteran. Any other war veterans in here? Sometimes I tell jokes about joining the army and having been to Iraq and fighting in the war and all that. And I get the wrong response from people. I get people coming up and telling me, like, oh, look at this. You know, that was fun. You're a hero. You know, you see it. It's Whatever, like, cool. Yeah, and that's not really what I'm going for because I joined the army in June of 2001 to go to college. Been fucking on my And so, yeah, I was stuck with all these patriots when I was the whole time I was in the army. And yeah, I was just there to go and get out. But I like to tell this story sometimes. Like, uh, the scariest thing that ever happened to me when I was in the army. Um, but we. I was, I was in Iraq in 2003, the initial invasion of the country, like I had a 101st Airborne Division out of 3rd 328th Battalion in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and then I went through Iraq and was in the tip of the spear, the beginning of the invasion, and I went through all these cities over the course of like a month and a half, and like a field artillery unit, and we would like fire around the cities and civilians and whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, it's fine. I, 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 I don't have a political phone in the fight or whatever, but we used to stay up for hours and hours and days and days at a time on these convoys going through this, like, slowly going through Iraq and stopping at all these different places, uh, like, a couple of thousand people together. And we would stagger our shit breaks. Like, we would have to go out and take a shit sometimes, and we would stop. And in the middle of the night once, I would have to go take a shit with my battle buddy guy who was like there to be there and say something happening while I was out making the shit, you know? And we would have to like dig a hole in the ground and then take a shit. And he had to take a shit too, so we just like wanted to get it over with. So we went like dug a hole in the ground and went like back to back seat. And we were, we were there taking a shit. And then like the shit was coming out and then all of a sudden he collapsed. Because of like a, and I fell down and it was like I don't ever seen the movie Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger that scene on the escalator where the guy gets caught in the gunfight crossfire and Arnold grabs him and uses it as a cannon shield, you know. It was a little bit like that. This was I was I was there with the pants down in literal shit. This guy that I was using as a human shield, and that's how I realized that I was gay. That's when I knew that I was gay. The old uh, switcher there. <laughs> Remember Michael when you did that vine of that joke? <laughs> Someone's lost, man. I hate it though. I hate that laugh. Did you hear it? Yeah, it was, uh, you lose. So I was talking about it with my friends tonight. I was like, I love this joke about me talking to court. You guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> Bob Morrissey, who was hosting that night? And I, no, I don't want to call people out by name, but I, I, he's usually a really good host. But I was anti his hosting tactic at the beginning when he said, "Give it up for Bob Morrissey, biggest dick in the scene." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best impression that's though, a, ever. That's a lot to live up to. Uh, and I didn't want to have to do ten minutes of jokes about scene. my huge dick. <laughs> I, uh, I I I could have done something funny to play off it. Acknowledge what he just said, but it, but sometimes it's like uh, people come up and they're like, uh, guess what? I fucked like here's Bob Morrissey. Here's a kick in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but I, I should be. That's part of rolling with the punches is dealing with it and doing something good rather than what I did, which was be awkward immediately. I don't know. Do you remember what I did, Brian? Yeah, I did I really good. The whole time. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was that's a great uh, set. Hmm. I love the part about shitting on myself. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bob. That's a. Uh, well, I. I feel like they did not respond well to the solid minute of, uh, of Ted Trump. Nugent Ted Nugent trivia. Yeah, yeah. that was that was not people. popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all Anybody who knows who Ted Nugent yeah. is, that's funny. <laughs> it is. I mean, all those things that you said were true about Ted Nugent. He did. You right. Know. He did. He was. He sold fifty million albums, and he had fourteen kids by number. I don't know. Like he, he would. He was like okay, a groupie magnet. When he, he was having <laughs> kids, but you know, Ted Nugent has had a million kids from all sorts of '70s groupies who were all super underaged. He was totally into 13-year-old girls who would like, and he wrote that song "Jailbait" about a 13-year-old girl who uh, blows his mind. He's in his early 30s, and he's like. Uh, Police officer, you can't arrest me. Arrest her, and I'll share her with you. Allegedly. But he's a political voice in our times. He, but to be fair, Bob, yeah, like, people that aren't expected to know that. You realize you're ruining Cat Scratch Fever for all of us when you tell us that, right? Some people just want to... Everybody's working for the weekend, and you're dropping... That wasn't that wasn't a Ted Nugent you're, you know, you know. I don't, yeah. don't want to fear the Reaper. Uh, <laughs> Brian uh, just loves guitar music. Yeah. He's, he's just I'm a guitar man. <laughs> but the the audience was not prepared for such intense political um, <laughs> <laughs> musings <laughs> from old yeah. Mort Saul over here. <laughs> <laughs> they did not care. Now I've heard your war stories go down better. Right. That, that war particular story, though, I feel I love that story, but I think it's like it's a, a funny sto- story, but it's so top heavy with with like exposition. <laughs> yeah. That like that works in a storytelling format, but it doesn't right. really work in like a and it's, hey, that guy just did a. Uh, 37 jokes about his dick. Now listen to me talk about how... My real life. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it's not my real life. It's a hard thing, uh, especially on open mic. Mm -hmm. I want to create a sense of, like, you know me, and then I tricked you. But, uh... No, see, but nobody knows you. Yeah, it's <laughs> an yeah. open mic, so they don't really. You're just, you just, it's a, it's a lie. I yeah. suppose more it's than a, a trick. It's a bald-faced lie from beginning to end that everybody <laughs> understands as a lie, and then when I reveal it as a lie. They're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a quick reversal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, like, I've heard people share. Like, I, I think, like, uh, one time. Like a major thing that happens when I'm struggling, which I, I I know from doing comedy, 
is uh, I'll, I'll be struggling a lot, and I'll think like, uh, well, this worked yesterday so well that if this audience doesn't like it, then it's their fault. And I'll do my big, like, uh, hooray for how great I am, uh, triple Lindy. <laughs> She's swatting a, a fly. <laughs> She's so bored. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did y'all hear it? No, I saw it. Okay. I was like, I'm not great. Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. I'll, I'll just, but, but you know when you're struggling and you think like, uh, I'm in such a deep hole that I have to use my atomic bomb to yeah. get out of the hole. Like, I'm going to have to use this, like, uh, this huge success. And, and then you commit so hard to the thing that you think is so great. And because they hate you so much, yep. the more you commit to the thing that you think is like your like uh, ace in the hole or whatever, like the like the more clearly yeah, I feel you, you definitely dig yourself in so yeah. deep that you know even your best joke isn't gonna yep. save you at the they end. Start to cause, hate you. Yeah, because you've spent four minutes of them being like progressively <laughs> feeling well, we dislike yeah. this person now. And the, yeah, you know. I tried to like uh, soften the crowd up by telling them that. Uh, I force my kids to take lore tabs and clonopin whenever they act up. It was my uh, is that okay to talk about illegal stuff? Because I do that. And, uh, huh? Who's that joke for? I think it's a funny joke. <laughs> Just the uh, Bob likes the concept. Because I'm a cool dad. Because I'm a cool dad. <laughs> I don't know. No, like it's not. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys smoke weed? You guys uh, beat your kids? <laughs> you guys, uh, well, see, huh? it's funny when you intro it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you just straight up... In this one, I don't think you did, though. You just went... Do you guys like a legal thing? I get my kids drunk. <laughs> like, that's not... You're no setting good. it up and as, also, like, a structured joke here. You also, like, so quickly dismissed it and we're, we're like... I get, oh. my, I get my kids Klonopin. I'm gay. Oh. I'm gay. I'm gay. I don't have kids. I do not have kids. I'm gay. And I don't know what Klonopin means. I'm gay. I'm so gay. So, 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 so gay. Undercover no. premise. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a murderer. I set up this joke, but I'm gay. And that's what happened in that set. Okay. Can't give them a, time, them a second to breathe. <laughs> Feel bad. Bob doesn't like this. He's introduced the premise of you know a podcast about sharing a bad set. He's not really. Oh no! Happy I'm having a great time. This <laughs> 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 feels mean. I feel like we're beating up on him now. He wouldn't have invited me if he didn't want this. True. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm Houston's monster. Yeah, Brian and I started comedy together. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, well, you you. Went up at your first couple of open mics before. No, but you went up in like 2002. Uh, okay, I did like three open mics between like uh, two th- 1998 and and 2012. I did three open mics <laughs> in, thir- in three different states. years. In three, what are you? An episode of Criminal Minds about comedy? What the shit? <laughs> We just haven't been able to catch his jokes because he's all over the place. He can't get a. We got to figure out the unsubs pattern. <laughs> fourteen years, three. Fourteen goes fourteen kills. He goes fourteen years. <laughs> fourteen years between killings. But then I then I started. Do you guys like illegal yeah. stuff? <laughs> I'm 
murder people 14 years apart. <laughs> I, I, didn't I'm a, I'm I didn't gay. do it. I'm, I'm gay. gay. I'm gay. I didn't murder. I, I never I murdered. <laughs> I like it. Let's hear it again. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even want right. to play mine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have to hear about uh, English Matt had one of the most uniquely funny bombing experiences. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll share his. Like, I love Tom Sharpling. I love the best show. Yeah, this is a, a sort of a it's podcast. A, yeah, we're both internet big radio fans show. of this. Uh, the Tom. best show with uh, Tom Sharpling. Yeah, he's one of the best. He's he's a radio host. Uh, he's known for being a curmudgeon. It's a call-in show, and it's 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 very funny. Who was the the guy that was on the show? Was Jake Fogelnest. This was the episode yeah. was it was, it was Tom Sharpling and Jake Fogelnest as his guest, and the topic for the call-in was uh, worst celebrity iPod. So the idea would be you would call in and you would suggest a celebrity that you feel would have a particularly bad collection of music on on the iPod, and right. then you know they would sort of. Riff about it and things Ted like Nugent. that. Ted <laughs> Nugent. <laughs> yeah, should have. I should have gone with something like that. Um, yeah, so I was. I'd been planning, this and I really love the best show. It's uh, one of my kind of favorite things. But uh, I think that was the. I was either the first or second time I'd called. It was, so you know, I think I'd gotten through once before, uh, and you know, made a suggestion or something. But this was the first time they kind of sat and you know. Ch- Talked with me a little bit, and it was uh, it was bad. They did not like my suggestion, <laughs> and it was there's that you know. It was funny they made fun of your accent. They did well. Second, everybody started off. Does so that. I yeah, I started off, and you know they right. you have to say so your name and where you're from. So I said you know Matthew from Houston, and immediately that just kind of set them off. And <laughs> it's quite funny that I don't yeah. sound like I'm from Houston. So I was already you know, and that's the great thing about the best show because. If you listen to it, you always think my call would go so much better yeah. than these people who are calling and even like these boring idiots who call in. I would do so great if I got through. Yeah. And then when you do get through, you, you just turf out immediately. <laughs> you, you kinda, you're off your game from the second. It's like, oh, you're on the air. And so, yeah, they immediately started, uh, you know commenting that uh, I sort of sounded like a, a Deep South Foghorn Leghorn-esque <laughs> accent and, you know, it was so difficult to understand me because of this. And you know, which What is, was your suggestion? My suggestion was, and this is, and I'll, I'll go through my thought process for this, they asked for worst celebrity iPod and I kind of thought through, so you've obviously got to pick a celebrity that, you know, has something slightly... A personality that, you know, has got something it would suggest that. So I thought um, I would suggest Penn Jillette from, you know, the Penn and Teller duo. Because I think he's he's got kind of that brash, loudmouth persona. And I don't know, and he, he, you know, does sort of Vegas shows and things. I was like, he would, I felt like he would have like a really sort of tacky taste. Like he would, you know... Maybe like a lot. Also, he, I don't know. He's got the vibe of someone who likes Primus to me. Oh. That was. I, I feel like that's. I'm gonna say yeah. that. I went to see Primus when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that vibe. Yeah. Oh. S- similar vibe. So I would. Yeah, my thought was Pendulet would have a bad iPod, and that was something that people would laugh at and stuff. It did not go well. I was unaware of this. Apparently, Pendulet had a record label in the 90s that oh, really? signed some actual sort good, of good, good bands. Yeah. He funded uh, albums by... Um, oh, 
a band called Half Japanese that are actually oh. pretty good. Yeah, and you know he funded <coughs> solo albums by the guy from Half Japanese. I think he's you know. Greg's been reading his book Sock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whole world. Yeah, Greg. Greg likes Pangelette a lot. Okay. Greg, my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like hate Pendulette. Yeah, I just thought he would be a funny person to have a like a bad taste in music. But you know, Tom Sharpling and Jake Fogelness were just bored by it. Well, no, they were not bored. They were just no? they felt I was wrong. I think they were. Uh, they went through all these reasons of you know things. You know, Pendulette with like you know half Japanese and Velvet Underground and <laughs> stuff like that. And they just no. Oh, so you were wrong. You you try you know, and then they kind of tell you you're wrong. Like, well, no, you. You thought wrong. You were, you were bad, and we are getting rid of you. And then yeah. you just you're gone, and you realize I did it. I was one of the bad callers. Yeah. I was I turfed out. Yeah, you you weren't as bad of a call. They they get horrible calls all the time, and they it was just they, he did hang up on you, which was before <laughs> <laughs> you. But he's known but he always for doing he hangs up on yeah, lots of people. Not, yeah. If you've never heard the show, you might think that I'm the only person yeah. who got hung up. No, everyone gets hung yeah. up on. You didn't get uh, yeah. You didn't get berated for hours about what a creep you were, or peeper. <laughs> That's true. But but you were just like, meh, not okay, bro. Next, yeah, next yeah. One, it, was, bro. it was which was more crushing. I just yeah, you know, it was, it was just, eh, whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. This, this guy, yeah, yeah this guy but, was not. But that's cool. the worst feeling you can have when which you're performing. Is, yeah. Like, Comedy or whatever you, when you think your idea is good and the whole audience and it just like, yeah it does not does not connect. Yeah. Sometimes it's with a you know audience at a bar and sometimes it's Tom Shuffling and Jake Focal Nest on a call-in show. Yeah. Uh, okay, Roxy, you want to share your set now? <sighs> okay, I'm scared because I honestly don't. I just remember that first horrible joke, but you reminded me. I like to tell the story of like can I tell the story about the worst time I've been heckled? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got heckled at Warehouse Live when they were doing the open mic. And I had just started. I had been doing it for, like, maybe, like, two months, and I okay, sucked. Okay, so that, that's pretty fresh. Yeah, like, I, and I sucked because, like, and I would just be loud. Like, I was just really loud, and I would just yell. And I'm, like, super energetic, so I was just, like, yelling shit. And so, I, and then I was trying to be, like, a sexy comic. So, like, I would always have, like little skirts on and like my boobs are obviously huge so they would just always you be out yeah you, they're huge and so they would just always be out and so like i got up on the stage and i was telling a joke and it was horrible like nobody was laughing and warehouse you know it's like super small room so like i can see every single person's face and they're just looking at me like we don't like this and so uh i was bombing hard and then somebody was like bitch get off the stage get your fine ass off the stage bitch with them titties and i was just like thank i i don't i i just sat the fuck down like that was i haven't really got heckled since then but every time i do a show i'm always afraid like that person's in the audience like get off stage fine bitch with titties they know what to say like that's gonna fuck her up yeah it was a compliment with an insult yeah but it's not a compliment the fine part was nice but then the bitch and the titties i'm saying this because yeah (laughs) no good intention none of it (laughs) none of it i'll say you know probably an issue here is that neither myself brian or bob that's not a comparable to any heckle we would get is it I'm pretty fine. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, look, yeah. I, I used to be. Brian's got a rugged handsomeness. Too, <laughs> you know, Bob's sort of like a young Sylvester Stallone. So <laughs> maybe those guys would. 
<laughs> Young Sylvester Stallone uh-huh. or old Matt Perry. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Nobody can see. No, I can't unsee. Funny, I can't Brian. unsee it. So funny, Brian, Brian, Brian loves like. these sort of roast shows. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm Brian lives I'm a classic roastman. He's a, he's uh, a, I don't do uh, comedy. I just roast. Uh, I'm scared. I I'm not going to roast know. you, Roxy. That is no, a, ro- nobody ever roasts me. I want to be roasted. Okay. Is it because uh, I'm nice? Man. Pr- Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're doing all these visual <laughs> jokes, man. <Brian. laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good for a podcast, isn't it? I like it. No one yeah. ever roasts me. I, I always, nobody insults me. You're not the droids I'm looking for. Uh, oh got her. <laughs> right? Or, I like it. Yeah. Brian's yeah. making up for the not get having your brought a bad all. set by just doing one in front of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Poor roasting I'm skills. scrolling down. Oh, yeah? Okay. yeah? Well, why don't we go back to uh, New Shire <laughs> drink and learn some uh, ale <laughs> at the old pub. Uh. Brian's under the impression that I grew up in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> You're a Hobbitses, right? Yeah. In Newshire? In Newshire. The Newshire. Where is this? Okay. Luckily, it's only five minutes. I know it's really bad. So okay. you've not listened to this since, no, since I didn't it was know. recorded. Those this are the is, best ones. Like, like and this I, is two years? Yes. Yeah, when is this? This was... Yep, June 12, 2014. Ooh. I heard it like a year ago, and I was like, fuck, I was horrible. But I haven't heard it since then, and I, don't, I just remember that first joke because it was so shitty. Now, do you have, this is on your YouTube Yes, page, but right? I, I, ah. I, I made it private because I was like, this is horrible. Did you just put every set that you did up on a YouTube page? Uh, uh-uh. I had, oh, okay. I used you got a YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah Roxy's like a social media star. I had the idea of doing that, just like, every time I go on stage, I'm going to put, put it, it up on YouTube. Don't put, but then everybody sees then all you your jokes. burn your shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, well, so I had to, st- I started doing like now. a piece of a joke. So like, <laughs> people would be like, oh, that's kind of funny. Let yeah. me maybe go see her. Right. But, okay, so I'm going to play this. Fuck, I know it's bad. And I hate my voice. Okay, hold on. Okay. Like when I edit, I have to edit in pieces because I'm like, bitch, you are annoying. Shut up. It's only so yeah. You can only take a few minutes of the time. Oh, God. Oh, hold on. I hate it. Why, why am I doing that? Are you good? Alright. Right. <laughs> There's nine people there. Because <laughs> 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 you were like, you're supposed to be something that you're not currently. Like, I feel like I was I've never done that. I've never did that. <laughs> and I was an excellent waitress. It was, yeah, it was the awkwardness of the... It was super... You could tell you're trying to be over-the-top funny. I'm actually very gross. And Lil' Flesh is calling me all the fucking time. Now you're easing into more natural. And I'm talking so fast. Wait, was that you talking or the bill collector? I don't know. I don't know it was the, the same voice. It was the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more mad because my brother's laughing because he's really supportive, but it's none of it's funny. <laughs> See that was yeah, that's not a good aside <laughs> at all. I wasn't. Yeah. 
People aren't catching all their sides. <laughs> and, and I'm up there with a notebook. Like, it's a big-ass notebook. That'd be funny if I didn't do it like that. <laughs> I feel like it's a reference I'm not catching. Harry Potter. How are you not catching a Harry Potter? <laughs> 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 because I'm in my thirties. Right, yeah. yeah. He's like a Dumbledore. <laughs> Brian's in his thirties too. <laughs> I'm like a Hagrid. <laughs> I hate her. No, I was talking about babysitting a child and like oh, yeah. tying them up. Like, I feel like I might have been at this. So <laughs> so shitty, and that's why you hate me. <laughs> Okay, that's a half laugh. That was would have been funny if I didn't do it like that either. <laughs> like when you're the only one laughing at your joke. <laughs> Even your brother stopped laughing. <laughs> He's like, we're done. It's I forgot that joke. That's true. <laughs> He's laughing again. <laughs> that that's oh, that's real? Yeah, it's real. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's real. That's pretty funny. Oh, that's awful. (laughs) It's it's a true story. Um, I'm not doing that joke. It's good to introduce something and then be immediately. Why am I still up there? Like, why didn't anybody give me the fucking light? Isn't it funny how long five minutes? Yes, when you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm racist. First of all, I'm, I'm mad. Uh, who's that? Fucking Cheeseman? Yes, okay. I'm I'm mad about everything about this. First, I'm mad because that dress was from one. It was a Miley Cyrus dress, and I had ripped the sleeve on accident, so I like just cut the sleeves off. So I'm mad that I'm wearing that. And then I didn't pick my afro out, so it was lopsided on one side. I'm mad about everything about this video. I hate it. I hate me. I don't like me anymore. 
You know how you think you're funny. It's so hard. It's it's, <laughs> it's so you bad. You have to have confidence yeah. to get up there. You mm. have to forget stuff like that in order to go up again. Oh my God. Ever. It's uh I'm glad I saw it. Was like, it's not like everything that you just never had a wave to ride on. Like yeah. you, I was just you talking. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, at a point <laughs> right. if you are and it's not your fault, it's not the audience's fault. It's just this weird like we're not connecting. Yeah, at you know, all. You're not giving me something to put my feet on. At all. So I'm not going to be able to like start getting good mm-hmm. if you're not giving me shit. But you, know? you started yeah. off in a super false. It was note. so. You started off on this like I'm a great joke writer. <laughs> <laughs> I did this joke about being a bad waitress and I drug people or whatever. What was it? And I'm just what yeah. Was <laughs> like, I, I should have been born a frat boy because I'm loud and obnoxious and I put things into people's drinks without them asking. Reach. Just so many steps. Yeah, it was there. it was yeah. too much. And I'm not. Uh, I was an excellent waitress. So I already started uh, off lying to people. But like, you just come off at the beginning as corny. being genuine and then people are like... Uh, it's like we don't believe you. <laughs> once, once you start off on a false note, people are like, well, don't try to be... Something none, yeah. like it's funny watching that because like none of those jokes are I like I don't tell any of those jokes at all anymore but like none of those jokes are reflective of my personality so like that shit was fucking suck ass I'm so mad at my yeah. face but but that was that was you are super, now. Yeah, that was yeah, super yeah. early also well yeah, yeah. Sure. every time you go up I mean, in the beginning you're just trying to sucks. do whatever looks good on TV or whatever yeah. you yeah. think you're expected Honestly, to do half yeah the time you're just trying to to follow whatever it seems like everybody else is doing mm-hmm. and you know sex joke kind of fratty so you probably thought of like a frat uh, boy joke mm-hmm. at the place and you're like okay here i'll try this oh and, and i was going to danes and stuff yeah. and that's super super duper fratty i'm glad i stopped that, it's kind of like it makes me happy seeing it because i'm like okay like i'm better yeah than that oh god it was so bad Let's watch it again. (laughs) 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 Shit. Any votes for that? (laughs) Shit. There were some premises in there that are not horrible. Not horrible. Which one? None. Don't put me on the spot. (laughs) Uh, I I think the only one that I would probably... I'd say what I think could be something. I think bill collectors talking to you like they're creepy ass. That's actually... That's the that's the start of something that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. funny. I probably could make that. And then I, I the one like my sister at, with the hostage, with her kids. Oh, and your dad uh, doing porn. Actually, no, I'd go through that. <laughs> oh, I had another one, another part of that joke that I stopped telling. It was about like how he would watch so much porn, like I wouldn't do my homework on that computer, and he gave sticky keys a new meaning. Oh. And yeah, every time I told that joke, we were like, oh. I've seen you do that joke before. That's becoming more and more relatable these days. (laughs) Like, uh, all of our dads do porn and put it on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nasty. But which one did you say? Sister hostage? No, you said the sister hostage. Oh, which one did you say? I didn't get that at all. Because I was talking so fast, Bill Collector. I said the Bill Collector one. I think think there's something in there that's, uh, uh, as a concept, that's funny. Because okay. they do have that oddly familiar tone. Yeah, like they like you don't yeah. know me. When they kind of try and yeah, they're sort of like so you know, so why aren't you paying? This? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you don't ordinarily do jokes. That I would you're not trying to be edgy and in your face and Bill Hicks and change society and make I people can't. you know. <laughs> 
I'm, revolution. I don't even know what yeah. a, I don't. Somebody asked me the other day, like, what kind of comedian I? I, I don't even know. Like, I. You're a conversationalist. Yeah. I mean, uh, let me put it in out. here. <laughs> I, I I really do believe that. I I think uh, I don't think we're dissimilar in that way because mm-hmm. we're not talking about like big things. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, but you're just having a conversation like you. Ex- there's this expectation that people understand you. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels flat sometimes, even like now, is like, oh, they're not getting a reference I made, and they're quiet for mm-hmm. the second, but like, that's just, we're, we're not connected yet. But then we're just it. having a conversation. We're mm-hmm. just talking. And uh, I think that you do that very well. Um, older stuff like that, that's all over the place, mm-hmm. topic-wise. So it's not a thorough conversation like no one's connecting no one's yeah. finding a place to grab onto you i think you figured out how to just yeah. like be roxy and yeah. talk about That's roxy cool. you know shit yeah <laughs> which is we what i don't even know what I, like what do i talk most of it's nerdy i would guess it's like i think that's that's when i started getting more comfortable and i was like okay i'm i'm a nerd i cosplay i like cartoons and i like to read books so let me talk about that yeah. instead of being like sex a dick and balls yeah. in my mouth like what <laughs> i had a, yeah we've I had all everybody's like been there with the sex it's, and do yeah. you have some sex it's, and, uh, it's more interesting to hear about somebody who has you know particular yeah, something like, yeah something about them this was cool <laughs> if I had to just listen to it by myself at home, I think I, I would have like been like you so upset. When, okay, if you, if you had just played that video by yourself, at what point would you have stopped? It? At the, as soon as I said that, <laughs> that's why I didn't last. I, like at the frat boy joke, because once again, this is a visual thing. You can't see her hand was hovering <laughs> above the phone like four separate times. I wanted she was, like, to stop so, it. You could see her fighting <laughs> the urge to pause that video. I want to not. What was I, going it, on so and it's for now that I'm watching it because I didn't get booked for like two years of me doing comedy, and I was like, "Why is nobody booking me?" But now that I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's why no one was booking uh, me. That shit's horrible." But now I'm getting booked, so I. But that's I'm a happy. weird chicken and the egg too, where it's like yeah. I'm not getting booked. Because I I'm not here, mm-hmm. but I'm not here because I'm not getting booked. So you have time. You know, yeah, you can't really weird. Like, how am I supposed to improve if all I'm getting is is these five minute spots yep. late in the night or whatever? You know, um, that's a yeah. weird. Uh, warehouse was often the worst open mic possible. What? Sometimes they'd have a band playing. Uh, yeah, there oh, three it rooms. was a band. It was a band that night. Green <laughs> room. There's a, a a small room and then a big like ballroom mm-hmm. and uh sometimes there'd be a band playing in the smaller room and you'd be in the green room and you can hear the whole band playing but the audience can't hear because of the acoustics mm-hmm. so like you're you feel like there's somebody interrupting you the whole time you're talking the audience is like you know why is that performer being so weird but because you're uh, like right there and uh I I felt it was good practice for just getting over the fact that you know, sometimes the audience isn't going to get you. Like, mm-hmm. just getting through the rehearsing, saying stuff on stage in front of people mm-hmm. and getting, feeling like, uh, you know, um, what it's like to be not liked. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a huge part of comedy. Yeah. It's just getting, uh, yeah. it's just, you know, sometimes people hate the fucking shit out of you, you know? <laughs> and it's just coming yeah. to terms yeah. with it. So do I hate the fucking shit out of myself, too. You know, I I just hate myself. Yeah. What's 
Brian, you really haven't shared a lot of. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a co-host. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Is I there is there a a joke that you wish you uh, oh that would work but never no everything I've ever written has <laughs> been Excellent. great. The first joke I ever told on stage at Sherlock's was. Uh, my name is Brian Ziola, or for the English-speaking audience, Brian Z. Hello. You've told the I've <laughs> to tell that joke within the past. Brian Z. Hello. <laughs> within the past three months, I've heard you no, tell that joke. I'm I have sure. not. No, on he stage? does spin no. doctor's garbage. I do my spin doctor's garbage. I wrote a joke about internet scams that involved the spin doctors. Like, that's a bad... What was I doing? Like... <laughs> Well, I make fun of Bob for making references from 1983, but, uh, like, nobody gives a shit about 1996 <laughs> pop <all>. culture. <laughs> like, who was that for? They sold their albums in 94, anyway. 96 was, like, their sophomore oh, slump. Bob. <laughs> don't, don't fucking correct me about okay. the spin doctors Pocket right Full now. of Kryptonite was when I was in eighth grade. In, uh, this will slowly transition to a music. <laughs> <laughs> you got Ted oh Nugent and Spin Doctors on this episode. <laughs> Where were you and Chumbo? He's going to be talking about he's going to talk about Candlebox oh. next week. Chumbo Wumbo is actually really funny because my friend John in Chicago, his uh, dad was in a band in the '60s and in the '70s, and he uh, he toured with Paul Revere and the Raiders. Mm. His my friend John's dad, and, and was uh, was like a like, loved music for a long time, and then became a mechanic, and and then was like uh, mechanics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was he, and, he, he would, and he would like, uh, <laughs> and he he had like he had a job like he owned a like a a company that would uh, repair cars, and then he would you know build. Yes, that's the what cars. mechanics do. <laughs> <laughs> but but he got more. He got so into cars, and then he got into finance, and he got like an office job, and he gave up cars, but then the cars became a. Uh, so he had, he had like two cool, like he just kept getting less and less cool as he got older. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then like when he was like 55, this is my friend John's dad, like just went in a record store and was looking for music and just got so pissed off at what was playing at the record store that he bought it. And he was like, this is the last CD I'm ever buying in my life. I'm going to just have this for, to remind me that music is bad and I'm going to keep it up next to the... He kept the, the Chumbawamba Tub Thumper album <laughs> next to the uh, oh, computer shit. screen just to say that music was stupid and it was <laughs> <laughs> like to remind himself that he shouldn't care about it anymore. And it was <laughs> that's all it is now, Chumbawambas. <laughs> oh, uh, should I do this on stage? Uh, isn't it weird how Mike and the mechanics were always working with the cars? <laughs> 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 you may have found the one person who would like that. It's Bob. <laughs> the cars. Uh, <laughs> here's here's a joke that I tell Greg all the time when I'm watching. <laughs> I say, uh, "What if instead of you know this TV show, what if instead of on streaming, what if it was on strudel? Would you eat it?" 
Does he hate you for like 10 minutes? Because I kind of. hated him for eight okay. years. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like th- leaves, that's why. He leaves like, he, I, I would too. <laughs> I, I would too. Roxy, do you have a joke that you like but has never worked? Okay. Oh, wait. Gang, it's probably in my phone. Let me check. I don't know, ask her. Well, y'all had said something earlier about like getting people to like you. Is I think like I had got super spoiled because like I do do YouTube, do do. <laughs> I do YouTube, and so like I already had like a following when I started doing comedy. So like the first open mic well, I that's did. That's interesting. So you were doing YouTube stuff uh-huh. before you started stand up. Mm-hmm. And so I had like it wasn't a big following, but I did mm-hmm. have people that were interested. So like the first open mic I went to, I brought like twenty people. Oh, wow. And so, like, almost all the other open mics, I, every time I did open mic, people were coming. So, like, I wasn't, I thought I was funny because I have 20 people here for me and they're laughing. And, and so, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I didn't realize I wasn't really that good until, like, I started when nobody was really coming out and I'd be up there and I'm like, oh, I uh, suck. I want, my puppets I, aren't here. I want to not suck. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. No. What's the joke that I, I have a, ah, let me look. Like it's a couple jokes like I want to tell, but like they're not done, mm-hmm. and well, like I don't I don't know how to finish them. There's a difference that I think you know. One that sucks. Well, no, sometimes I think there's one that you, we've all done that where we've like written one. And you're like, okay, this is really funny, and how do I, just, I have to look at my and no one laughs at it, and then you in your head it's like this is good somewhere, and it just never yeah. ever works. I have a, a couple that I wrote like What's, that. Yeah. This, this one is stupid, and I know this is stupid, because <laughs> I just think this is a concept that amuses me. I think there's something funny about the idea of werewolves. Like, I think it's just it's such an insanely dumb idea that this was, you know, sort of a, a thing people thought about. And so I had this joke where I said, I don't I get that people are not afraid of werewolves anymore because there's nothing scary about turning into something that's on the endangered species list. And I had this whole dumb bit about how, you know, what type of wolf they would turn into and it would, like, increase the breeding population for science. I really, I I spent a good, you know, a good chunk of time writing werewolf material (laughs) and never once has it gotten a smile. The audience is just like, that's too smart. Too many details. Oh, I don't think it's smart. I think it's just... You're trying to be smart, but you're not. (laughs) Fuck you. Esoteric. I didn't come here to think about werewolves. (laughs) You shouldn't go anywhere to think about werewolves. It's just, I don't know why. Go back to your underworld (laughs) showing. (laughs) Kate Beckinsale wants her... Her material back. <laughs> she did comedy I, recently and yeah. did those jokes about werewolves. I admit, they, they're incredibly unfunny. I understand why people don't laugh at them, but just think about the concept appealed to me. I sure. This is a funny. Sure. This is a funny avenue to go down. I do that. I do that. It's it's such a dumb joke, and it, and it does get laughed sometimes. Especially like on the road. Here, everyone just hates me and it's set <laughs> up with road. me. On the road. When I'm on the road. <laughs> fuck you, Bob. I'm on the road. I go on the road a lot, Bob. Deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah, we've got two months coming up. Look, check me out. Uh, I, I have that fucking joke about being bit by somebody. 
Like a person yeah. came up and bit me, yeah. and then I say every it's it's, it's a one line <laughs> joke. Like yeah. a man came up and bit me, and now every full moon I turn into a were swaldo. Oh, um, and it's such a dumb wordplay <laughs> joke, and like it's never gonna always hit. It's yeah. never ever gonna always. I've heard hit. of an applause break, but a clause break. Oh, that's <laughs> a great joke. That's a good joke, Bob. A clause break. <sighs> You're not saying it up right. <laughs> I know. Okay. I have a couple. Okay. The one that I hate the most is when I go, when I first go up on stage, and I don't know how to word this to make it not sound bad. What I've realized is, like, if I go up on the stage and I look really nice, there's a certain group of people that just don't want to laugh at me. They're like, ah, you think you're cute. You is that certain group <laughs> other comedians? <laughs> well, that too. But they're like, ah, right. so I'll go up and like I start insulting myself. And like I have a really little booty, like my butt's little. And so like I go up there and I start talking about my little butt. And I hate those little butt jokes. Like I get sad about them, but every, like they laugh so hard at them. And so one of the jokes is about me like I can't wear thongs because they sag and all that other stuff. And then every time I tell those jokes, like, people crack the fuck up. And I'm just like, fuck y'all. Laughing at my pain. Like, I'm really upset about that. But I wrote this other joke. And I told it one time. And I don't know why I thought this was a good joke. Like, it was a really horrible joke. So, <laughs> I go to Comic Cons. I don't even remember how I told the joke. But I go to Comic Cons. And there was this guy that was going around to the cons. And he was walking up to people and jacking off in front of them. And nutting on the floor, like this is a true story, he was nutting on the floor in front of people. And I was like, what if he was a superhero? And that was his superpower. And like, <laughs> it's so bad. I was like, what would his name be? And it was like Captain Cum or something like that. And I was like, if he was a super, if he was a real superhero, like that would be the best superpower. Because nobody would ever want to fight him. Because like, imagine you're robbing a bank. And he's like, oh, up in the sky, it's Captain Come. And he just comes out the clouds. And he, so I'm just sitting there, like, jacking off on the stage. And it was worse because my mom my mom was there when I told this joke. And, like, my mom drink, like, my mom, I'm not going to call her a drunk. My mom's a drunk. So she's, like, in, like, in the middle of the row. And she's like, what the, what the fuck? We came here. <laughs> you wrote these jokes. <laughs> And you told me it was going to be funny. <laughs> jacking off on the stage. I'm like, shut the fuck up, lady. And so it was worse. So, like, I'm jacking off on the stage while simultaneously cursing my mom out for talking during my set. It was so bad. It was so, I'm going to tell the joke again. <laughs> my mom heckles people. Like, oh, she heckled, uh, fuck. Who else was there that night? Coleman. Coleman Cox? Yeah, she heckled Coleman, oh, and I was so yeah. mad. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, that ain't no goddamn comedy. Like, I don't know what she was drinking, but I'll never drink that. She's like, what is this? A comedy show? And it was in a small taco restaurant, so everyone heard her. And she had on a fox. Wait, was it at Last Concert Cafe? No, it was no. Taco Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. That was that one far out that uh, the Isaac boy, was Isaac, doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, she had on a fox fur where, like, the fox was biting the tail of the other oh, fox. Oh, it's the details. Yeah, the she was just really heckling the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> she was like, oh, you telling jokes? I was like, yes, this is 
This is why we're here. Oh, those not jokes. That's a half joke. I was like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. So I'm just like doing this to my mom in the front row, and everybody's like, Roxy's a piece of And the, she's not <laughs> her wrong. mother. You know what I mean? Like, some people need to be told that shit's half jokes, homie. Like, you need to stop. <laughs> Roxy's mom will be co hosting the podcast <laughs> next Never. week. Never. <laughs> God. So that happened. So Captain comes. Should I keep that joke? I think I'm gonna. I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> if my superhero is coming on something, and and then like, and everybody being like, ooh. I guess it wouldn't have come. He liked that much. it. I, I think. Oh, and then I had another part that made it worse because I was oh. talking about the <laughs> because I was talking about like the worst superhero, and I was like the Tooth Fairy was the worst superhero because like, you have all these powers, you just take teeth, you're nasty. But then. <laughs> But then it was like she met Captain Cum, and then it just took a turn. You get on this You get on a good idea. And then Captain Cum was there. Captain Cum showed up. We're bringing that back. Call back. Oh, man, I'm really in the suit. Captain Cum's back. I think I'm bringing that Tooth Fairy joke back. It's a shared universe. So no Captain Cum. Maybe not Captain Cum. Especially not on a Tooth Fairy. Okay. It, like. I made the noise and everything. Like <laughs> I hate me so much. Captain Come, thank you. Tooth fairy. Maybe the incredible cuck. <laughs> I'm typing it. Incredible. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. When am I coming on your next show? Not <laughs> coming. When am I <laughs> <laughs> Bob's dying. <laughs> Captain, come up. This is how this shit starts, really. It's what? Uh, but like, like, everybody thinks it's funny now, and you go on stage. You go on stage, and it's it, will, it will die a death. <laughs> yeah, some of the worst stuff I've written has been because I was hanging out with you. Uh, or <laughs> yeah, I had someone get mad at me at an open mic the other week because we were laughing about something, and then they. And they're like, explain that. They like, did it on stage, you. and they did it yeah. on stage, and it was. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> well, you shouldn't have made, made me think it was funny. No. Oh. I have terrible taste. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta learn that about me. Yeah, it's not fair to put that on I me. I know what's funny. I watch Supernatural. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm gonna give you good advice? <laughs> hey Brian, you got any uh, stuff to plug? Oh, a tour. Um, a tour coming. Yeah, I've too? got a bunch of touring coming yeah. up. Yeah, Brian's a touring comedian. He's doing. I, I'm touring. I'm touring with Brian from December second to December tenth. Yeah, it's my first that. ever. Uh, Comedy tour in Florida. Yeah, yeah. going to do a week of shows. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And you're going to take the bus the fuck out of Florida because that's where yeah. I'm going to live now. Um, <laughs> you're moving? I'm moving to Florida. Aw, everybody's, you know? mo- everybody's yeah. nice is moving. Fucking fuck. It says something a lot about the city. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a bunch of dates up. Um, you can follow me on Facebook or Twitter uh, or go to brianziola.com. Uh, or for the Spanish-speaking audience, uh, for the English-speaking audience, uh, brianzihello.com. I bought, <laughs> I bought that domain as well. No, I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, you go to gwbolts.com. <laughs> Inside <direct>. joke. <laughs> uh, he's nice for a trucker. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the road for the next couple months, so come and find me. Um, I'll be on this podcast in a few weeks, yeah, probably. Uh, Roxy, you're on the Come and Take It comedy takeover. Yes, I'm excited. It's yeah. going to be really fun. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, I have like random scattered shows. I'm not 
cool yet. I'll have a tour you next in a three years, I think. I'm just making updates. What else do I plug? I don't know. I never know what to plug. Your YouTube. Oh, oh um, yeah. why don't you I know? Your YouTube channel. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, my my. Uh, I am Roxy Hayes. It's two X's H A Z E. Uh, I post videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I have a lot of random sketches and things like that. Um, I also have my oh, oh I have a monthly show. There we go. I have a monthly show that I'm doing at the Joke Joint Comedy Showcase. Uh, it's called Acting on Impulse. All right. And it's games and prizes and stand up comedy. So that's really cool. And the first one's going to be Sunday. So awesome. if you want to come, yeah. you should come. All right. You Captain, come. come. Yeah, I'm doing it. Like, that's going to be my first joke. <laughs> and then he's going to come on the tooth fairy. It was so bad. I didn't even finish it because it was like, mm, mm, we yeah. don't we don't like it. <laughs> and uh, coming up, uh, our next episode, we're going to... Wait, 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 wait. No, Matt, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> That was an angry, harsh whisper. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Brian was uh, Brian was being very kind and trying to get me to plug something, forgetting that I have absolutely nothing going on. We <laughs> so, um, listened to an episode of the best show last year. You can hear me being dismissed, insulting. Get off my phone. In in two weeks, we're going to record another podcast. We're going to have another show. In two weeks, we've got uh, at the Haywire, at the High Bar, at the Midtown, Bar and Grill, <laughs> Bar Experience, at Explosion, at the Texas. <laughs> you're gonna have, um, what you're getting when Bob does this is the oral equivalent of what his flyers look like. Just a, just a confusing mess. 100%. Okay. Just a confusing oh, mess uh, where it's difficult to get uh, the real Haywire, Hawar. Hawar. Hawar, Hawar. You got Troy Giddings. Highwire. Right? We've got... Uh, We've got two shows coming up, in, uh, two Haywire shows coming up in September. September 16th, it's uh, Funniest Person in Austin 2013, Mac Blake, with Funniest Person in Austin 2015, Danny Palumbo, and Aaron Brooks, Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Which year was Bounce he? House. He didn't win Funniest Person oh. in Austin, but he's very, very good at comedy. 20, funniest Person in Austin 2017, yeah. Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Right? Uh, Aaron Brooks, Danny Palumbo, Mac Blake. Mac Blake has a comedy album called Bird Drugs. Uh, on the Sure Thing label. Yeah, it's on Sure Thing. Oh, yeah. Danny Palumbo appeared on America's Got Talent, and he was uh, booed off stage. <laughs> I want to talk to him about it. Uh, uh, Did he really? Yeah, he had a rough America's Got Talent. It's really funny how bad it was. But Check it out on YouTube. Now. It's uh, but he's he's one of the best comedians in the country. He's yep. done, they've Mac and Danny have both been on the Just for Laughs comedy, uh, Montreal That's New Faces, yeah. and and they they're they're big up and coming career comedy 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 professionals. <laughs> yeah, eh, comedy Schmidt. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that show's going to be super yeah, good. Yeah, and then on the 23rd, yeah. uh, Troy Giddings, Chelsea Summers, and Chad Chamberlain. Yeah, a couple of friends of mine from uh, Arkansas who are super, super funny, right. super intelligent comics, so come check them out. They're great. They're going to be appearing at uh, Midtown with Andrew Woods and Anna Sankarin. Yeah. And we're going to have a... We're, the shows here have been great. The podcast has been great. Justin Blanford's going to be back next week. Oh, sorry. Next time. <laughs> uh, Brian Diola is going to be on tour. I Brian Diola is my best friend. 
Uh, I like English Matt and Roxy Hayes is, and, and friend Yay. of Aldivia. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah. And also, thank you so much uh, to the Mockingbird Network for yeah. hosting yeah. this podcast. They're super awesome. Thanks and for having me. They have a bunch of great shows that you should check yeah, out. You should check out the Blanket Fort stand up. Oh, the Trill so Fest is Trill, coming up. Trill Comedy Festival is one yeah. of the best, best festivals wow. in Houston, Texas. Uh, it's at Station Theater. They bring in awesome, killer, killer guests. Uh, last year they had Chris Gethard. Like, that's so incredibly, like, that's the best thing that happened in Houston that year. You know what I mean? Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? I performed there. Hey, no, but it's Gethard. <laughs> Chris Gethard. Yeah. He's been on the Tom Sharpling best show. He didn't get hung up on. He's, a, he's yeah. welcome to call anytime. His brother gets hung up on a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, check out uh, all the Trill Fest stuff, all the Station Theater stuff. Uh, Blanket Fort with Josh Rollins and Stephanie Fisher. This is a great show. Um, yeah, Houston Comedy. I didn't say that. I, I didn't go that far. <laughs> check out the Jacksonville, Florida comedy scene. Um, we've got a lot of great shows coming up in Jacksonville that I just I'm, I need you to check out. I'm not on a stage. Uh, we don't have stages in Jacksonville. We're one with the audience there. Uh, it was it was a fun night, and I'm glad I, I, we had a great show tonight. It was fun to see everybody do well on stage, and I had a great time talking to you. And and, and I hope we uh, see each other again someday. Mockingbird Network. Give it up for Bob Morrissey, biggest dick in the scene.